Welcome to the Jaguar King Podcast. I'm your host, Armin. I talk everything Jaguars football, usually in tears. So if you like anything Jaguars or like anything NFL related, please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. It really helps my channel grow. And without further ado, in this week's episode, Deshaun Watson still has never lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It took us nine weeks, but we finally did it. We finally got off to that fast start us fans and coaches wanted this entire season. On the first drive of the game, Fig Newton Luton hits DJ Shark on a beautiful 73-yard touchdown pass to start the game for his first NFL completion. But then the defense said, fuck that, not on my watch. And they let Brandon Cooks trot down the field on a 55-yard score. And just like that, we lost our fast start. After some shaky play from Luton, Jaguars defense forces Texans to settle for some field goals. And they're up 13 to 7. And with the help of James Effin Robinson, the Jaguars put together a scoring drive and they tied the game up 13 to 13, an extra point away from taking a one point lead with about five minutes to go in the second quarter. Balambo said, Fuck that, not on my watch, and shakes the extra point, and we're tied 13 to 13. Before the half ends, the Texans take advantage of a really iffy pass interference call on CJ Henderson, and they find the end zone before the half. But then the Jaguars take advantage of a really good return from Chris Claybrooks, who, by the way, played like a special team Hall of Famer in the first half. He downed like 13 punts at the five. And that gave Josh Lambeau a chance to totally redeem himself, and he does. He hits a 59-yard field goal to tie the Jazz record and cut the lead to four heading into halftime. Bad news for Lambeau, though. At the end of the game, during his onside kick, his right ass cheek fell apart and he toppled over like a geriatric patient and he's out for the season. In the second half, after a Jake Luton interception, the Texans have one of the worst touchdowns I've ever seen in my life. On a third down, Deshaun Watson never snapped the football as the play clock was expiring and that should have been a delay of game penalty. But the referees just conveniently forgot the rules on this play. And I get it when there's like a one second buffer and you allow them to snap the ball, but this was legit like a four minute delay. I went to the kitchen to make a sandwich. I came back, he still didn't snap the ball. I thought my TV was frozen. I just have never seen a delay of game penalty that bad. And when it's that obvious, I honestly think the coach should be able to challenge. When you look at that replay, it was a clear indication he never got the snap off. So I think a play like that should be challengeable. Granted, the ball's in the air, CJ Henderson has to make a play on Will Fuller, but still, that play should have never counted from the beginning. Anyway, after that horrendous call, the Jaguars are actually able to score a field goal and cut the lead to eight. And at this point, everyone's given Josh Lambeau the side eye because that missed extra point it's looming right now. Much of the fourth quarter, and the game for that matter, was Deshaun Watson imitating the greased-up deaf guy on Family Guy, and Jaguars couldn't tackle him to save their lives. But the Jaguars forced some key stops, and with a little over two minutes left in the fourth quarter, the bamboo tree himself channels his inner Peyton Manning and leads the team down the field in one minute, and to top it off in what seemed to be the longest stiff arm ever known to man, and then before he got his head taken off, he hit the B button spin in the end zone to set up a two-point conversion that would lead to a tie all 3,000 fans in this stadium right now are going nuts could this be it could the Jaguars take it to overtime and finally break their losing streak well Luton said fuck that not on my watch threw the ball in the dirt and there you have it 27 to 25 final to one of the AFC South dumpster fires let's get into my observations so let's start with the QB Jake Luton played way better than I thought after his first pass I was like eh. but then he hit DJ Shark on a beautiful 73 yard touchdown for his first NFL completion. By the way, congrats to DJ Shark for adding another family member to his aquarium. He just had himself a baby shark. But back to Luton. Although he played pretty well, he was pretty inconsistent. I felt like that was his theme for Sunday's game. He'd throw one pass and you're like, oh, wow, it's not that bad. And the next one, you're just like, oh, shit. He was also a lot more mobile than I thought. 
The scouting report I was given said they had the mobility of an 8-year-old. Well, he told everyone to suck it when he made that defender look like a complete bozo when he spun on him in the end zone. I don't know when Minshew will be back from his injury, but I definitely feel comfortable with Luton being the starter right now at quarterback. I think he's shown enough to not put Mike Glennon in there. He definitely had a good game. That last drive was really a thing of beauty. But the downfall was he definitely had some inaccurate passes that could have been more picks uh, if the Texans defenders could actually catch. But either way, for never dressing up in a Jaguars uniform and putting that performance, good shit, Luton. Now let's talk about the defense. Congratulations on not giving up 30 points. Us fans will take all the small victories we can. But in all honesty, the defense played a pretty decent game. And much of that was due to blitzing and confusing the Texans to line of scrimmage. Imagine that. For nine weeks, us Jags fans have been called Todd Wash to blitz and to change things up at line of scrimmage because we can't get any pass rush. And the Jacksonville Jaguars blitzed and had some confusing looks and took advantage of a poor Texans offensive line and actually put some pressure on Deshaun Watson. Before the season started, if you were to tell me nine weeks into the season, Trey Herndon, our defensive back would be leading the team in sacks with two sacks in the season, I would have sold you my trousers. There's no way. But that's the case. And that's utterly embarrassing, but it is what it is. We can't generate any pass rush, but good for him for picking his spots and actually getting pressure and tackling Deshaun Watson. I will say, though, Miles Jack is definitely playing at a Pro Bowl level, maybe even all pro level. He was all over the field. He forced a crucial fumble and then also had a key third down stop that forced the field goal when he slammed David Johnson. He's definitely been our most consistent player on defense when he's been in the games and him changing from middle linebacker to will linebacker. He's putting up the games we envisioned when we drafted. CJ Henderson had himself a rough game, but I think he'll get better. I think he's usually in position for most of the time. He doesn't outright get beat a lot, but when the ball's in the air, he tends to lose track of the ball, but not make a play on the ball, even though he's in position with his covered skills. So I think that's something he can definitely build on and move forward. And hopefully he, if he cleans that up, I think he'll definitely be a solid corner for us. And my last observation is James Robinson is good at football. Thank you all for watching. Thank you for all those who subscribe. Your support means a lot. Leave a comment down below at what you thought of Jake Luton and what you thought of his game. Do you think he'll continue playing pretty decent or was that just beginner's luck? Please don't forget to subscribe and like this video and I'll see you next week for a rough one. We're playing the Green Bay Packers. Mm -hmm.